0: Long time nosy. I know it's been a while, but I hope wherever you are, you are doing well and you are taking care of your health. As for me, my life has been a roller coaster, and I can't wait to tell you the chaos that has been brewing up until this point. From binging Netflix series to vacation on Jeju Island to buying some furniture, full-length mirror, to getting fraud on PlayStation Network for $378. And last but not least, my adopted cat's first anniversary slash her pseudo second birthday together. Sit tight. It's a big pot of tea. Starting us off with March. Whether if you're a basketball fan or not, I think the term March of Madness is applicable to anyone in any situation, because for me, it was truly the month that has started all the chaos that is unfolding until this point. But the month itself was relatively peaceful comparing to the months prior. If you've forgotten, in January and February, I signed up for Korean classes, which was going great until this point in March. I was still taking Korean classes, but um, in New Year's around that time, I fell down the stairs in my loft and fell into a what I self-diagnosed as a mini concussion because I was unable to move and I had severe migraine for like a, a day and a half. But I'm too afraid to go to the hospital. I have no time. I got a job. So eventually, it went away on its own. In March, miraculously, I had some downtime. So during those downtimes that I'm not studying or going to classes, I decided to uh, binge watch Netflix again. I know that a lot of us did that during pandemic time because, you know, we had to quarantine, couldn't really go anywhere. So we started binging series. My favorite one was <laughs> Tiger King. I could always just replay it as White Noise and somehow remember all the scenes because it was just so, so unique. <laughs> Never been done before. Never since then, I've been very picky about the series that I watch because once. I fall in love with something I would like to continue and, you know, it always leaves you a sour taste in the mouth when it just doesn't turn out to be the way that it is. Which, please remember this point because I'm going to be severely obsessed with the series that I will talk heavily on in the later months. So in March, I found two series that I was really, 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 really obsessed with. One is called Into the Light. This is a Taiwanese film series, and now, wait, what? I think there's a total of two seasons or three seasons. I can't remember very well, but I got really lucky because I didn't watch it when it was the first season, and I watched it when it was the last season, so I didn't really have to wait, and basically, the plot line is about, in the old days in Taiwan, there were these um, bars, and a murder mystery happened, and then they're trying to figure out like, first of all, who died, and th- which they figure out eventually in like episode two or episode one, and everything, all the events leading up to that point, the the storytelling was just very refreshing, and then the person who directed it also did a really good job with introducing and explaining every character's backstory so I really dived into that series and just completely fell in love with it binged it all the way through 10 out of 10 would recommend then the next one is called juvenile justice this one is a korean series and it's about the justice system in korea and how there are flaws in the juvenile section because um, there are these kids who use the system to their advantage because the system is not harsh enough. Then we follow this, um, what is, is is she a DA? I don't remember, it's been a while, it's been six months, cut me some slack. But she goes through like four or five cases of just different kids and then you just, you just really get affected by the way that she is trying to punish these kids but at the same time save them. I'm doing a very bad job at explaining this, but once you watch the trailer for Juvenile Justice and Into the Light, the trailers will just speak for themselves because I'm not doing them justice. (laughs) Justice. Whew. Everything reminds me of her. And also towards the end of March, I started thinking about what I was going to get for myself for my birthday because my birthday was coming up. And at the time, I remember thinking about, hmm, I want to get something that will help me relax, and unwind after work. I want to engage in some activity that doesn't involve me actively burning the last three brain cells that I have left. So I had this idea of, well, how about a PlayStation? The thing is, I've had a PlayStation at home, all the way back in the States, and I didn't bring it with me because I didn't think that it was a necessity. So I started to browse on a secondhand website called Carrot Market, and I came across this one deal. Someone was selling their PlayStation Four Pro for about like three hundred or four hundred dollars. I don't remember. And from the, I received a bonus from the previous month for overtime or something. I really, I don't remember. Ah, our company got merged and then we got some we got some money. Anyways, I decided to save half of that and then spend the other half. And this PlayStation purchase was going to be on the half that I designated for my leisure spending. So we reached out to the seller and then we got the product and then we were hooking it up and then we were testing everything and everything turned out fine. And I also already have a monitor from before I moved I actually bought it for like 50 bucks from my coworker when she had to go back to the state. so everything worked out fine. <laughs> Note this moment that I thought everything was gonna be fine because in about one two three in about three months crap's about to hit the fan real fast real soon <laughs> But let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's fast forward to April. April was the magical month that Mother Nature decided to log me into the lobby of life. And during my first year abroad, I spent my birthday dining at a Chinese restaurant and trying souffle pancakes with taro, because at that time, I was watching a lot of Master Chefs and I don't know why, but every single season, Mr. Gordon Ramsay will make his contestants make souffle. So as a foodie who has never tried souffle in her life, I was begging Taro. I was like, do you think we can find a place in Seoul that sells souffles? And he was like, mm, let me find out. And indeed, he delivered. This place sold one of the fluffiest souffle pancakes I've ever eaten in my life. They were unnecessarily expensive, yes, but the experience was unforgettable. So I thought about what am I going to do for my second birthday here? Do I still want to do Chinese food? Uh, hell yeah, always a yes. Because eating Chinese food or specifically Cantonese Cantonese f- Cantonese food, <laughs> Cantonese food <laughs> will always give me a piece of comfort while I am away from home. So instead, I thought, you know what? Let's just go 100% Canto this time. And let's just have some dim sum. We found in Seoul, there was a place called Timo One and they were like a two, two stars or one. They have a Michelin star or two. I don't remember. It's not relevant because I don't know if they deserved it. In my opinion, they did not. But we decided to book, um, not even a reservation. There's no reservation. We have to go there and lined up, and we did for like thirty minutes to get in there. And I ordered every single thing I wanted to try on the menu. I did not hold back. I was like, "This is my birthday. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try everything that I want to." Because what are the chances that I will go to another Michelin star restaurant? And I don't know why I did that because out of Everything that I tried, I probably only like two, and I was very baffled on how did they obtain those stars, because as a Cantonese, it just did not hit the spot for me. So the birthday dinner was a little bit disappointed. However, that was not the only plan. I had asked my company to see if I can secure some PTO, and luckily I was able to get two days, two days off, and we decided to go to Jeju Island. It was not my first time to Jeju, um, but last time it was more like a family vacation, and this time it was just going to be Taro and I. However, if you are familiar with Korea's season, starting in spring, transitioning into summer, you are going to meet the Devil, aka monsoon season, and we met monsoon season on the way to Jeju. So the two out of the two days that we were there, it was raining on both days. So that was a very unique experience because I've never been to Jeju when it was raining. It was a little bit inconvenient, but it, I would say it was still a pretty special memory. We went to the beach, we went to a forest, and we walked in the rain with our umbrella that felt like we were in the movie. We also went to the blue-bottled cafe that they had. I never understood the craze behind blue-bottled coffee, but mm, it was okay. The environment was definitely very beautiful. Everything was... the architecture was chef's kisses but we went there we rested there for a little bit because the ring picked up then we went to like a hidden restaurant if you didn't tell me that it was a restaurant I would have thought it was someone's apartment we went in there and it was really cozy they only had two people running the entire restaurant and I think they're probably a couple and the menu was Not what you expected. It was literally illustration. Like it looks like a kid drew it and then they put descriptions and then the price next to it. It was very cute. It was very homey. And the pasta was really good. I don't remember what I had. When I look at the combination, I was like, this is wacky. Let's try it. And I was just pleasantly surprised. And then the next day, we went on to scratch off another thing on my bucket list, which was seafood ramen. This idea came to fruition when I was trying to look at different ways to spend vacation in Jeju when it's raining. Some people suggested that you go to some tea house to enjoy tea in the rain. Some people suggested the forest, which is the same one that we went to. And then someone else showed a picture of seafood ramen by the beach. And I thought, oh my gosh, I love seafood. I love ramen. I also love the beach. Put all three together. That is the holy trinity. Let's go ahead and try it. That day, it was super windy. The shop itself had two levels. One level, level one was indoor and the level two was kind of like a, like a rooftop. So because it was so windy and I did not dress appropriately because I didn't realize that it would be so windy, we couldn't and no one else could dine on the rooftop. So we decided to dine inside. I know it might sound like we're missing out on the view, but honestly, at the moment we were battling with the crabs and then with the abalone, 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 abalone. I've never heard a definite pronunciation in my life, but we were trying to battle the seafood We didn't even have time to pay attention to the view outside and after we had our lunch. Brunch? Brunch. After we had our brunch, we actually walked along the beach to just kind of help us digest. So even though we were not looking at the view, we were able to fully enjoy it afterwards. So in my opinion, that's still a win. Oh my gosh, how can I forget the very first thing and the number one thing on my bucket list. If you ever visit Jeju, and if pork was part of your diet, I strongly recommend you to go try their Jeju black pork. Uh, It's a taste that cannot be replicated. It's just a Jeju specialty, and that was our first dinner there. The wind was blowing. We were looking at the seaside, and it was just everything I could ask for in that just condensed in that one moment. And needless to say, even though the weather was trying to rain on my parade, but I still celebrated nevertheless. So that was April. No, that was almost April because in the very last weekend in April, I got really, really sick. Sick to a point that I thought it was COVID. So I constantly was taking rapid tests. One thing about Korea is that rapid tests is everywhere. So I just ran in the CU. I already had like two packs at home. And then at work, we could get free test kits as well. So I had these stock in my drawer and I took it out. And I woke up at 3 a.m. in the morning. I remember waking up and feeling really, really sick and didn't know what to do. And I remember I had a thermometer with me during quarantine. So I checked my temperature. My temperature was fine, but I was feeling... I don't know how to describe it. I felt ill. It's like the kind of sickness that you will get annually. Or is that just me? I feel like every year, I would get really, really sick one time and it would be like a cleanse to get all the nasty things out of my body. Then afterwards I would feel like a brand new person ready for another year. I thought that this was that cleanse. And I just kept on taking Cold pills, Tylenols, drinking a lot of water. I am a person, if you know me personally in real life, I am a person who do not like to drink water, which is really bad for myself, and I'm really trying to improve on that. But I downed like three bottles in one day because I I was just trying to wash away the nastiness that I was feeling in my nose, in my throat, on my tongue. Eventually after an entire weekend and many pills, I recovered miraculously and still to this day, COVID free. And perhaps my theory was accurate because after I got really sick, I suddenly had this energy to binge not one, not two, not three, but four seasons of this show that I don't know how I never knew about in my life until 2022 when the series itself, it probably started like 2019 or 2020. It's been a long time coming and you've probably heard about it before. It's called Killing Eve, starring our incredible Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh. I fell so hard for this series i've yet to climb out of that hole the disastrous ending that is season four but we're not going to talk about that we're not going to talk about that but we're just gonna we're just gonna talk about how i binged four seasons in two and a half weeks i was mentally exhausted going on different going on one emotional roller coaster after another and Season 1 and 2, they're my favorite. They are so brilliant. I, Phoebe Waller-Bridge, words cannot describe how thankful I am. The dialogue, the chemistry, the shots, the storyline, everything was... I wish she just took over and did season 3 and 4 as well. But nevertheless, our actresses delivered and... In my little imaginary world, in my multiverse of madness, they're still happily together somewhere in Alaska, in a camping van somewhere. Yeah, Mm -hmm. we're just going to leave it at that. But because of how I spiraled for Killing Eve, I started to look up everything about Killing Eve, and I came across... um, this vinyl that they produced for season one and season two. But because season one was so long ago, the production had already finished. So only season two version of the vinyl were available. And basically it was just a compilation of all the OSTs. So I I looked at that vinyl for a little too long. Okay, it's not just about the music because I really like all the soundtracks in season one and two, but the packaging was everything. If you have a spare second and you care enough, you can go look up what the season one and season two vinyl packaging looked like. It was just like the show, but solidified in the, in another medium. And I was so obsessed to a point that I eventually bought a freaking vinyl Player just to play that one vinyl. It was lucky enough that I could buy it in Korea, and I was like, you know what? If it works, I'm going to buy a vinyl player. And guess what? It worked. So what did I do? I bought a vinyl player, and that sent me down a rabbit hole just going vinyl hunting in Seoul. And luckily, there are many record stores around here that had a huge selection. So eventually I acquired Norman effing Rockwell by Lana Del Rey. That album is also my lifeline. And then another one. What is another one? Uh Aha, another one was one of my favorite indie band. They're Korean, they're called Wave to Earth. They helped me through quarantine and while Taro and I were doing long distance. So that band is very special to me and that was the very first band I decided to drop big bucks and get my very first vinyl. Like I bought vinyls before I even had a vinyl player just to appreciate the packaging. I currently design like a little space on my wall to hang up the vinyl holders That's in my current rotation. Like currently I'm playing season two of Killing Eve. So I would put the folder or what do you call that? The pocket on the wall so that I can see it. Because I like the design and I would like to see it on the wall. And I try different ways, many different ways to put them on my wall without damaging the wallpaper. Because in Korea, with my landlord, I can't really put holes in my wall. So I have to, like, what kind of commander strip do I need to use? Which one has the strongest suction? And which one is strong enough to hold up like a vinyl record (laughs) thingy. Okay, so then came May. In May, it was actually the last month that I took Korean classes. Because of two reasons, one, I thought that for our school, summer camp classes were going to start this month or the upcoming month. And I wanted to just kind of have a break because in the morning I will commute to do my classes and in the afternoon I will go teach. So I have long days on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and I just wanted to take a breather. And another reason is our instructor was actually going to take a break herself. I really do enjoy the way that she is teaching me Korean so it pains me to think about losing that connection so I thought you know maybe if she's thinking about taking a break perhaps it's time for me to take a break until she, if if she wants to come back by the time she wants to come back I will probably be done with my summer camp so it would be perfect timing and also the only classmate that I have... Yeah, I know, it's a very small class. The only classmate that I have, she was going to return to Sweden. So we thought, ah, the gang is disbanding. Um, then maybe it is it is time for us to part ways. So we met up for coffee before she left to go home. And I also sent a message, a letter-style message to my Korean instructor then that marked the end of my five five months study period. And ever since then, my Korean skills has been declining, sharply declining, <laughs> with no end in sight. The other day I was trying to buy trash bags and I panicked. The, the panic in my eyes, the shopkeeper probably saw the panic in my eye, was like, okay, so how, 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 what, what do you want? <laughs> Me asking myself the same question every time. What do you want? What do you want in life? What do you want right now? What do you want for lunch? Luckily, I didn't have to make a decision when our company decided to have its very first company dinner. The thing is, I think in Korean culture or even in Asian work culture in general, Sometimes some companies will take you out on company dinners to celebrate, let's say like a like a quarterly achievements and such. And I think we decided to have a company dinner just to you know, boost morale right before summer camp classes. It's very gruesome because you will be teaching two classes in the morning starting at 10 pm all the way to one, and then you get a 30 minute break and then you would um, start classes again, and even possibly will be teaching until 10 p.m., so you'll be doing a 10 to 10. It's very dreadful, and I think that was the strategy to, you know, just kind of get everyone together, have a good time, and just to be prepared when the storm comes. And at the company dinner, it was actually pretty interesting. We had the classic chicken and beer and some people also ordered soju or rice cakes and we just we booked this giant long table for all 20-ish of us and then we were just having conversation and I was hopping from one side to the other and then we talked about our personal life aside from work and you know people got closer and eventually some of the youngings <laughs> Even went to karaoke afterwards, but I can't do that. I have a daughter. I have my cat. I gotta go home and feed her. If it's too late, then she's gonna yell at me. So that was good. That was really exciting. I hope we will have more opportunities like that in the future, especially since COVID is getting better. But in the meantime, I I can wait. And I also went to watch Doctor Strange with Taro. I cried. (laughs) I think... I cry at every Marvel movie, but no way home. Which one did I cry the hardest? I remember one time I went with my best friend to watch Infinity Infinity War or was it Endgame? I don't remember which one, but it was one, one of those. Part one or part two. I had no expectation going in. I didn't even really watch Marvel movies before, but I remember that day vividly. I was wearing a windbreaker, and by the time the movie finished, there was a puddle. <laughs> there was a puddle around my neck area. That's just how how much I've cried. Yeah, it's probably end Games then. Yeah, i cried so much. There's a puddle here, and I looked at her, and I go, why did you do this to me? I didn't even know what I was getting into. And the funny thing is, she also lost her car key while we watched that movie. So we had a back and forth just to try to find her keys again, call the people who were responsible or the people who were on the shift that day, yada, yada, yada. But yeah, I finally finished watching Doctor Strange without my students spoiling it for me. Because as soon as they know that you don't, or you haven't watched Doctor Strange or any Marvel movies or any new movies, they would try their darn best to ruin it for you. It's just kids being kids, but at the same time, I'm like, stop it, zip zip. I do not want to hear it. I need to know what happens for myself. Speaking of my best friend, I remember in May, I also made a call to her. You know, I see this meme a lot. It's like adult friendship is, funny because you actually have to make appointments now. It's like, are you free on Friday at 3 p.m.? This is so very true, especially because we have a time zone difference. I was always... Let me rephrase that. I always go to my best friend for any issues that I'm having in my relationship or just understanding myself because I feel like she always has wise word to give and this time, of course, I booked yet, yet again another appointment with her to talk about coping with independence because at the time, I was questioning myself. I thought that, you know, why why do I not feel as attached to Taro anymore? I was trying to cope with independence. I felt like, am I being too independent? Am I being too cold? Like What is happening? How should I balance this? So I called her probably for about an hour, bother her with my love, and also absorbed some advice from her as well. And I always do that once in a while, not only to catch up, but I feel like we're also getting closer together. I know you're listening to this, so saranghae. And speaking of May, May is actually a pretty sad month for me as well because. Some of the friends that I made in Korea, they came here when it was in the summer. So naturally, when their contract ends, if they decide if they decided that they don't want to stay for another term, they would head home. And that was the case for one of the instructors that I worked with at my previous branch. And this was his last term. So he was going to be leaving like a week later. And he had reached out and invited him and asked us whether if we want to have like a go like a going away dinner or brunch together at this Mission Star pasta restaurant which pff, this one much better than Timor one no shade but i'm just being honest this one place was the best pasta i've ever eaten in my entire life it was so good that eventually i brought taro over in June but that's another story I'm about to tell you and that is a whole mess on its own but we met up for brunch at this pasta restaurant we chit-chat a bit and you know talked about each other's plans like, what are you gonna do once you get back to the states he was actually engaged and we were like when are you gonna get married and we saw some photos that his co-worker took of him when he was telling his goodbye to the kids. And then the kids, there is this one photo I remember. The kids all came up to him and he was smiling. And then he said, thank you so much for taking that photo for me. It means the world. Because at the end of the day, whether, whether, whether if you come here to you know, experience Korea while working as a teacher, or you were a teacher coming to Korea to teach, but also to experience Korea, The joy that you receive from your students are so rewarding at the end of the day, no matter what your purpose is, like no matter what brought you here. And, you know, just seeing that on his face made me feel really happy too. It reminded me of the reason why I kept trying to be better, not only at my job, but not only because it's my job, but also because... It's for the kids, like I want the best for these kids. Like I want to be able to help them and actually make some changes in their life. So that was, that was a very bittersweet conclusion there. Speaking of kids, when you were younger, did you guys know about the Gundams? Like the, <laughs> it's a, it was a Japanese animation and it's about these like robots that were designed to fight wars in the future. And I remember when I was a kid in elementary school, they were selling Gundam models. So you actually have to build them from scratch. They will come with these sheets with different parts and then you have to like clip them and put them together per the instruction. And that was something that I did a lot in the past. I brought one to the States when I moved from China and that was like a very special piece I had on my desk. Now that I moved to Korea, I don't remember what the reason was. I think I just wanted to build something. I was looking at Legos, but I couldn't find one that I really liked. So I thought, hmm, do you think they sell Gundams here? And I typed it in and I found one. It was like some sort of original model, nothing fancy, but I decided to follow through I bought it, it came a few days after, and then I really tried to take my time to finish building it. Because if you want to finish it in one setting, it'll probably take you like four hours. So every day I would just build a little bit and then you would see like the torso, the helmet, the arms, the weapons, and eventually it came together. And now she sits right on top of my speaker. Okay, detour back to that bomb-ass pasta restaurant. I decided to take Taro here for anniversary dinner. Our four years, yeah, four years anniversary dinner with Taro. And I was so excited. We tried um, my favorite one. It was like, I don't know. I should but, but, Wait, give me a moment. Let me go find it. I specifically remembered I tried so hard to pronounce it for the servers because the servers at this place, they all speak English. So luckily I didn't really have to panic um, trying to learn the Korean pronunciation. And the menu is entirely in English as well. well let's see. It was not a red sauce pasta. Oh, there we go. Pappadelli alla Poscaiola. I was right. I was right. See, this shows how much I love the pasta because I remember the name, even though it's in Italian. Anyways, we ate that and he also had a carbonara, the original carbonara. We have good food. We are walking to the garage and um, that is when we got into not one but two car accidents. One was from kind of backing out of the place that we're in. The thing is, this restaurant was situated in a very complicated neighborhood and everything was like one way and also very hilly. So that was the first car accident. It was very, it was a minor car accident and we didn't really get hurt. Only the car got hurt. However, the second accident happened on the same day. We were five minutes away from my apartment, and it was like a two-way collision. We were switching lanes, and they were switching lanes, and we didn't see each other, according to the black box, and we jammed into each other really hard. I just remember I was half awake, and my eyes were just kind of looking at the sunset. Then I just became fully aware of what was happening as I see right in front of my eyes from the passenger side, our car and their car, we just kind of merge into one. And I remember feeling that time had stopped. But luckily we didn't really get hurt, but because of the insurance procedure, procedure, we had to go to this oriental medicine place and receive treatment for the first time. For the first time? No, for one week. And that was where I received acupuncture for the first time. Like I've seen it before. My mom can do it. My grandparents does it to each other. In the past, I remember seeing them do that. But I've never received it before and I did not plan on getting acupunctured. But they said, well, you know, in order to fulfill the agreement, yada, 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 you have to try it. So I was like, okay, I will do it. So I tried it, and then the first day, I felt very sore. They also did the fire cups on me. I don't know what is it called, what is the proper term in English, but you know how they would rub alcohol inside this dome-shaped cup, and then they would light a match into the fire, uh, into the fire, into the cup to start a fire, and then they on your skin and they just let it sit to suck out all the bad blood or whatever, then they will take it out. So I did that for a week. It felt good at the moment, but going back and forth and then going to work after was a little bit exhausting. However, it was all worth it at the end because we got compensated for our injuries and they also receive compensation for their injuries as well. And that is where I decided to get my very first pair of dunks. <laughs> I don't know what happens. I felt like Korea changed me. I started to care about shoes. Because um, in Korea, fashion is a very big thing. I have zero fashion sense. But I'm trying to learn by picking up what I see on the streets. And these days, the dunks, especially the panda dunks, they were really popular. But I didn't want to get the panda dunks. One, it was overpriced, so overpriced. Each pair would sell for, resell for about like 200 or even 300 And I'm like, there's no way I'm spending 300 on a shoe. So I was looking for alternatives and I saw Halloween dunks. Halloween Dunks were still expensive, but because of my shoe size are small enough for me to get the grade school versions of it, I was able to get the Halloween Dunks GS version for about one eighty. 180,000 won, which probably around 150 or 130 US dollar, so that was my very first big sneaker purchase of the year. I wish I could say it's the last, but it's not. It just kick-started this entire obsession with sneakers and new shoe releases, but I digress. That is when i copped my first dunk. Sadly, the adrenaline <laughs> did not last long because one day, In June, while I was working, I specifically remember it was at 8 p.m. I was still in class, but it was break time. So I was checking my phone and my phone continues to ping and ping and ping of transactions made on PlayStation Network. And I was like, what? I'm not home. And I know my sister recently got like a PlayStation, but she has her own account. It's not attached to mine in any shape or form, and Taro is not at my place, and he also does not have a PlayStation Network account, so what's going on? Who is buying games from my account? And I was trying to check the details, and they were buying games like Call of Duties, Madden, um, what is the other one that they bought? I don't even remember, but they kept purchasing games over and over and over again, even though Apple card was declining them. They're like, nope, she's not in the States. This is, this is wrong. But some of them did manage to slip through the system. And I was just reporting it one at a time, one at a time, one at a time. But before I could go through everything, they've already spent a grand total of $378. So I was panicking. I'm like, oh, let me talk to an Apple specialist. I try to do this, but I was in class. So I just... I couldn't fully do it. So, as soon as I got off work at 10 p.m., I was just messaging, and thank goodness for the time zone difference. And only in this situation, I was able to talk to someone because it was daytime in the States, even though I got off at night. Then, Apple Card or the Apple specialist told us that, okay, we will put these uh, transactions on hold and we will review them. If we decide that it was indeed fraud, then we will give you the credits back. In the meantime, have these. And then I was now thinking, okay, I was locked out of my PlayStation account. Like I came home and I tried to log back in, but it says that my account or my device has been deactivated. So all the games that I had on my device was locked and I couldn't access it. I couldn't even log into my account because this was stupid for me to do, but I didn't have the two steps verification set up. And whoever hacked into my account took advantage of that and set up two-step verification on their end. And I could see that it's registered to another PlayStation 4 Console as well as a PlayStation 5 console. I do not have a PlayStation 5 console. so I was like, this is not me. And then I had to reach out to PlayStation Network Specialist. That took a while. It took me like a full week to get in touch with someone to explain my situation. And then they say, oh, okay, I see what's going on now. We will do some research and investigate on our end and then return the money to you. So eventually... Luckily my money was compensated and the sad thing is that because they compensated everything, they deleted the games that I obtained from the past too. So I was trying to reach out to the specialist again and asking "What? why did you delete the games that I've purchased? Like half a year ago, this was not from the same person. Like I personally purchased these games. They didn't even answer my question. They just said that your account was resetted, blah, 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 blah. Boop. And they left the chat. So I tried to file or email someone else. I even asked my friend to do this for me because it was region locked and I couldn't access the website, even with a VPN. So she was able to file a report for me. I was telling them what was going on. And eventually someone explained to me that, you know, when someone deactivates a device and they reactivate it, every game in their library will be erased. So it sucked because the games that I lost, it was Last of Us Part 2 and GTA. I've already had a copy of GTA at home, but I like the game so much because it's a very good distressor. I bought it again, but it was on sale for like nine bucks. And as for The Last of Us, I also got it on sale for 17 bucks. But at the time when my account was hacked, everything was back to their original price. I wasn't going to spend extra just to get GTA and The Last of Us back again. So I had to wait. And I was like, you know what? I don't need this at the moment. I will just do something else. And that is when I got back into tennis because Australian Open the tennis game was on sale and I was like I'm gonna do it because at the time I was also thinking about picking up tennis again mainly because right next to my apartment there is like a community court it's a it's a mix between a basketball court with a net in between and the outline of a tennis court so I always wanted to visit there but I was always scared Because one, I wasn't completely sure, like, what are the rules and guidelines? When are they open? Do I need to make reservations? XYZ? And eventually, right before summer classes began, I bribed, yes, I bribed Taro to book a 30-minute session at an underground tennis court with me to just kind of, like, de-stress. And I purchased two, it was like a combo deal and a very good deal. I purchased two tennis rackets from an online seller, again, from the Carrot Market website or application. And we went there and then we practiced. And then ever since then, I've been in this tennis craze. Like I'm watching tennis again. I am playing tennis game when I come back from work. And then I'm itching to go to the court, but I couldn't do it because it was raining so hard and it rained so much that there was water on the court and it wouldn't go away because of the suicide, system, which we're not going to talk about because at one point, Gangnam, which is where my company was at, was flooding. It was flooded. One day, it was on a Monday, and it rained so hard that the sewer system wasn't able to expel the amount of water that was coming in. There is this very sad photo. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's this man trapped in a body of water on top of his car. Like half of the car is submerged in water, and he's just real sad in his suit. And he's looking at his phone. And then we get two pictures. One picture is like the pedestrians taking a picture of him in the rain all sad and then another perspective was him taking a picture of his half-submerged car in his wet suit and I was like this is a mood this is a big mood so yeah along with the ring then came July and August July and August that's when we finally started our summer intensive camp it lasts about a month and it Wrapped up in late, no, in mid-August. That is when my schedule truly got really busy because I was pulling a double on Monday, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. That means I was doing like a 10 to 10 on Monday and then a 10 10 to 7 on Wednesdays and Fridays. Because of that, didn't really get to rest appropriately and I was just trying to make it through four weeks of hell (laughs) and that is when I found the movie everything everywhere all at once and I fell, I, I spot first of all I spiraled into the bagel and I just kind of that film was everything Especially from an immigrant's perspective, that film is everything and I became really obsessed with googly eyes. I'm not going to explain it because you should watch it and after you watch it, you'll understand why I'm obsessed with the idea of googly eyes. Taro, hey uni, Taro went to many stationery stores to look for googly eyes because I didn't notice, I didn't realize how hard how much effort it would take to find a bag of googly eyes. But he did it and I was really touched because I genuinely forgot about my request for him to get some for me. (laughs) And aside from everything everywhere all at once, I also found Stranger Things Four. That was which we thought was the last season, but it turns out it wasn't. So we had a binge weekend. Like I went to Taro's house on a Saturday and then we just binge the entire season and around this time something strange was happening as well i made a video talking about adopting uni which is my cat about a year ago yeah like really a year ago and that video out of nowhere suddenly started to gain some attention and (laughs) attention She was popping off. I was like, what the heck is going on? So I started to, I guess, doing YouTube again. Like I started to write out my ideas and then planning the shots, but I haven't really finished editing the ideas that I've compiled. So that is still a work in progress. However, um, then came August and August was really exciting for me. Not only the fact that summer camp was gonna be over in the middle of August, my US friends were coming to Korea for just for like a, like a random trip. I think to see a concert and just finally being able to visit again after COVID restriction was a little bit more relaxed. So I was really excited and I tried my absolute best to secure one off day. Like generally this term I had Tuesdays off. However, I have been substituting for other teachers every single week. So I didn't really have my Tuesdays off and I was telling my um how should I call her? I was telling my team lead that uh is it possible that I have the Saturday off because Saturday is actually a workday for us. Because I my state friends are, are coming, but, you know, if you have to schedule me, I understand. So we were able to hang out on t- my off day, which was Tuesday, and as well as Saturday before they had to leave to go back to the States. It felt really strange. It felt like time didn't really pass between us. I haven't seen them since before pandemic started, so it has been a hot minute and they're also k-pop fanatics and recently there's a girl group called new jeans that debuted it and i really liked their songs it was really catchy and has been a while since i finally liked another k-pop song i guess and they <laughs> decided to gift me new jeans first album their debut album so i now i'm now staring at it right in front of us against my Gundam, which I mentioned earlier. And we were we were just eating and then chatting, and we also went to karaoke, oh my gosh. The karaoke sound system was really wacky. I think because of the rain, again, it's monsoon season in Korea. Because of the rain, many places were closed, or they wouldn't say that they were closed, but by the time we get there and we check the door, it was locked. Lights were off. Nobody was there, so we were pissed. Anyways, the only one we found was this wacky one, and it was so loud, we couldn't turn down the volume. <laughs> like it, we were just hearing feedbacks left and right. But regardless, we had a good time, and now they're back in the states, so I'm a little sad. But, but there's a chance that I might visit the states. Earlier in... Wait. Actually, it's not confirmed. But hopefully, in either December or February of this year and next year. Mm -hmm. Because naturally, my contract ends in November. So that would be included during the contract discussion that I will be having with my manager. But... Fingers crossed, please. I miss my family. (laughs) I was, my original plan was to visit the States when my sister graduates. And I ask her, hey, when do you graduate? And she goes, 2025? And I go, ha ha, that is way too long. Let Let me see if I can finesse to go home for a few weeks, especially because my mother recently was tested positive for COVID. And I was really concerned about her because she has heart issues. And I was scared that COVID would have flared up some of her heart conditions. So far, she says she feels fine. And she is now negative, a few weeks has passed. And ever since I told her about the possibility of visiting home, she's always like, have you booked a ticket yet? Do you see a ticket? Like, when, when are you coming back? I'm like, mom, it's not. Finalized yet? I haven't even signed my new contract yet. I'm waiting to hear back from them. So in the meantime, I know I want to book a ticket because the ticket is just rising higher and higher, but I have to wait until I have a definite date. I do not want to be booking tickets if I'm not certain of which days I'll be off because then there'll be a waste of money. Other than that, August was filled with training observations. I was scheduled to train some new instructors in about three weeks. And since this was my first time doing it, they had scheduled me to observe a senior trainer for an entire week. And the training schedule goes um, from, t- on Monday, goes from 10, no, t- 10 to 12. And then from Tuesdays to Thursday is 8.30 to 12.30. And then on Friday, it was going to be from 9 to 12.30. So ah, it's very tedious and it's very long. Oh my gosh, it was so hard to stay awake because it was Zoom training. And I was taking notes and trying to see, you know, different ways that the senior trainer was clarifying certain components for the instructor. So overall, I was very on edge and I was very stressed because that takes away the prepping time I have for my regular classes. So sometimes I would do like an 8.30 to 10. (laughs) Because immediately after the training session ends, I need to commute to work because of my location. I live about like an hour away from where I actually work. So that was pretty stressful, but I'm glad it's over. And I really try to take as much notes as possible so that I could be as prepared as I can be in about, oh, not even three weeks, two weeks now. Oh my gosh. So next weekend, I plan on going to a cafe, just reorganizing my notes by days and rewatching some of the lessons that he did with the trainees so that I can, I just need to practice. I feel like, yeah, I need to actually mock so that I don't freeze up when it's time for me to do the training because I have a, <laughs> I have a feeling that I'm going to freeze up because it's nerve-wracking to be, to be given the opportunity to, to train other people who might be more experienced than you or who might have not any experience at all. And I don't want to fail them. And I also don't want to fail the training center, of course, for putting that trust on my shoulder. I think I'm just overthinking, but I want to be as prepared as I can be. And then came September. I love September. Before was only the reason that it signals the beginning of autumn. I love autumn. I hate summer in Asia, it's very hot, it's very humid monsoon season, my clothes don't dry properly. But September, it's bringing that breeze. It's giving me the sweater weather vibe. And now, in addition to that, it is my Uni's special month. It is the month that she came into my life last year. And it's also going to be her pseudo second birthday. When I first adopted her, I was told that she was a little less than a year old. So technically, if we just want to set a date, her adoption day is the day that I will be calling it her birthday. So I was really excited. I got to work early. I went to Artbox, which is like a stationery store next to my work. And I got this cute birthday hat, which was clearly too big on her. So I took some scissors and I made some adjustments. I also got her streamers. I got her a a, a pack of candles. And the week prior to her birthday quote, error quote, birthday week, I ordered some bougie canned food, like like $5 canned food that I wouldn't usually or normally get for her because then it would become too expensive um, to use as the base for her birthday cake because i've seen some videos of people celebrating their cat's birthday and they would use the can they would use the entire can as the base and then add treats as decoration so i mimicked that and i thought about "Hmm, what kind of texture do i need for the canned food so that it will hold the shape the brand that i bought was like something something alto natural i forgot but um, they had two types, natural or jelly. I was recommended to not give uni jelly because natural is obviously more true to its natural texture. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to buy both. I know that I'm not supposed to give her jelly because the natural one is better. But I'm going to borrow the shape from jelly so that it looks like a cake and not a blob. So I did and then we put a little cute one, the number one candle on it and I put the hat on her and I told, on my way home, I told Taro, I was like, okay, I know it's going to be really chaotic today but I need you to bear with me. We are going to take photos of her and we're going to take it with our phone, my film camera, the Instax camera and my DSLR camera as well. Like this is a big thing. We got to make sure we document the moment. And we also wrote a message to the rescuer who had introduced Uni into our life. So we wrote her a message um, to thank her you know, give, for giving us this opportunity to finally take care of her and giving her a home. And then she also replied to us. So that was really hectic. But usually I would give her half of a can with dry food on the side But this time, since the cake was like a whole can, I was like, you know what, it's her birthday. Let's let her have the whole can. And Miss Girl did not waste a single moment. She chomped down the entire can. And when she finished, you can just see her going up the stairs, just, on the verge of falling into a food coma, and then when she finally sat down in her little what what do I even call it? It's like a circle. I'm just gonna call it a circle in her little circle, I because from my perspective, I'm seeing like her profile. her face just looks like her face just looks like she's in a food coma. she's like,. Oh. <laughs> And then she just she just took a nap for the rest of the night and I was like, I hope I hope you understand how special today is, but then again she's a cat and she's probably not gonna remember. But it's a, I hope that she felt special today for being able to chomp down an entire can without me stopping her and sliding into the best food coma she possibly ever had in her entire life. So yeah, that was everything that happened between March and September. A lot of things have changed and I didn't even expect them to turn out that way. Made some new friends. Oh, what's going on outside? Made some new friends and you know, lost some friends too, but I will try my best to turn any situations around if they go south. I'm excited to possibly go back home. But, of course, if it happens, I'll keep you updated. In the meantime, everyone, stay safe. Today is actually a mid-autumn festival in China and Chuseok in Korea. So, chuseok, bye-bye. And what is it again? Oh, chuseok, 잘 보내세요. I will see you next time. Thanks for listening.